Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Get your broadband moving all around your home so you can start flexing in the living room. And that sourdough can start rising in the kitchen. For streaming from the front door to the attic, connect with our best ever Wi-Fi all around your home. Sky Broadband. Your world is limitless. For more information, see sky.ie forward slash speeds. Hello Disney fans and welcome again to another The Disney vs Disney Debates episode. This week we have the inimitable Alex Smith. Hello. And... Sam Angio. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were ready. I thought you were going to... Well, you, you introduced, yeah, you introduced my name me by name pointed at me. I apologise. You go now. I am Sam Piaggio. Hello. <laughs> Sam is famous, famously imitable. Uh, <laughs> so get ready to giggle. Um, and we're back for our second episode of the Disney vs. Disney Debates. This week we are covering Toy Story... Versus Monsters University. I think that these t- this is a close match again. I think that the second one is a close match. I mean, I, I disagree, but I'm biased. <laughs> <laughs> the studio audience is definitely uh, leaning in one direction. So let's see how that goes. I, I think it's really interesting. Um, so what will happen is we're doing uh, a few rounds of debate about which is the best movie, and that is the entire goal of this podcast is to definitively find out what is the best Disney movie ever made. And we're going to do that by pitting them against each other mercilessly in a death match. Uh, so there are five things that I'm going to be looking for. Uh, the memorable moments. So what are the iconic moments in your films that you keep coming back to? I guess we could call them gifable moments. Yeah, that, that, that we do. Uh, the message, what your what message your movie puts out into the world and whether that is a good message moving forward or looking back. The movie magic, what about the filmmaking makes it a better movie than the other film? So this is story, storyboarding, uh, animation specifically because they're both animated, et cetera, et cetera. The magic music, again, we don't have a musical uh, in the round this this week, but both of these films have music and scores in them. And then the final one is kind of an open category, that Disney touch. So what are the unique elements of your film that make it uniquely Disney and great? Also, because I'm a horrible fact checker, we have a fact checker at with us to help keep the boy's honest, mm. and it's Georgie Purdy. Welcome Hello. back, Georgie. Hello. Nice to be back. 
It is lovely to have you back. So uh, after each of the rounds, uh, just let us know if any of the the arguments have been falsified. Oh, I will. <laughs> I should have some red cards to like flag. I'm just saying I'm taking this very seriously. Good. I'm mm, glad mm. because this is a very <laughs> serious podcast about serious it's, things. It's very important. Disney is the most important thing in the world. Am I right? I agree. Fact checked. <laughs> oh, I see how this is working. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Maybe do subject to my whims. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Do our debaters have any questions or statements before we take a break and we come back and jump straight into the debate? You know how like Earth has life on it? Do you yes. think that like little tiny floats of dust, like do they have life on it too? Like, is that I think you're thinking of Dr. Zeus. Oh, true. Not yeah. technically not Disney. Are you saying that the Hoovians aren't live? Bold, no. hateful. I'm saying if they exist, <laughs> they are, but they probably don't. <laughs> All right, let's take a break and we'll come back and jump straight into the debate. All righty then. Let's get fighting, shall we? <laughs> so the first round will be three minutes opening statements. Second round is two minute rebuttal. Then an open discussion if you have questions for each other or if I have questions for you or if Georgie has mm. things that she needs to pick you up on. And then our final round will be one minute summation of arguments followed by my summary judgment. So we have flipped a coin slash rolled a dice. Sam won and gave the initial opening statement to Alex. So Alex will be going first, defending Monsters University. As I feel it should be. <laughs> <laughs> On the back foot from the game. <laughs> so I will give you three minutes, Alex, and I'll give you a warning at two, and yeah. you start the minute you start talking. Okay, so sorry, I had to get my timer right. So uh, this has an original score by Randy Newman, a uh, very good composer, as you would know, defending Toy Story. Um, this was the first prequel that Pixar has made, uh, and I feel it is one of the better, if not the best prequel ever made. A lot better than a Rogue One, a Star Wars story, because even though we oh. know how it ends, we know how it ends, which is a very easy way to just lean back and have it play out predictably, uh, it subverts your expectation that the very moment where you think it's just going to be a formulaic uh, movie about, you know, the underdog. It completely flips it. Um, I mean, are we allowed to do spoilers here? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> it, com- it completely I, flips I it. Like it um, and, you know, they cheat. They don't win, uh, which is a very important thing. Um, yeah, and it just becomes like they turn it around at the last minute. From a filmmaking point, uh, it's gorgeous. The animation tests for this film um, they, I think they said in an interview for Zootopia, which is a film that came out at a similar time, said that Pixar was at a point where the animation tests look better than like the end results of Toy Story, um, which is a bold claim, um, for, similar for this one. Um, it has themes of value and hard work, uh, and the differences afforded to those who come from privileged backgrounds as opposed to those who don't. Um, the music harkens back to Monsters, Inc. when they visit the factory, which is a cool little leitmotif thing, and infuses the marching band and horns of an American college campus. Um, uh, it puts new lights on characters that we already know, but it builds on already good characters. Um, I think that the scene by the lake is one of the best and most important scenes in Disney history. Um, uh, it was just very emotional and very real. And while I feel that Toy Story has a similar scene, I think this scene is done better in this film because rather than Buzz just kind of looking up and knowing, it's actually done with dialogue which I think is very impressive. 
uh, has a very important message, which is work for what you want. And just because you want something enough doesn't mean you'll get it. You can't just ride on the coattails of other people. Uh, there is always a way to get where you want to be. And if you work hard enough, you will get there. Also that your dreams might change, um, but uh, that doesn't mean that you can't be happy. Mike never ends up being the scary he wants to be, but he is still happy. Um, and yeah, it's just a very, very well-made film. Um, I really love the turnaround at the end where you you think the whole time it's just gonna be like, oh, we know that they make it. And then they're going to win the scare games because that's what happens because it's a kid movies. And then they don't. And it turns out that they cheated. And then he has this moment where he's like, at the lake, as you know, he's like, I, I thought if I wanted it enough, I'd make it. And I think that's a really important message that isn't given to kids. You know, we're not told that you can fail. We're always told that, you know, you you will succeed. And if you don't, well, don't even think about it. And also, um, yeah, just a good movie. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all if, you, if you're happy to end there, that that's the, you did it with 18 seconds to spare. Uh, well done. That was that was rapid fire. Very good points. Thank you. Uh, so, <clears throat> Sam, if you're ready, we would um, love yeah, to am. hear your three minutes. I feel like there was a lot of re- like pre rebuttal in there. <laughs> <laughs> Defensive straight film, away. I feel, feel a little attacked right now. <laughs> and your three minutes start when you start talking. Now, Toy Story. <laughs> it was not only groundbreaking in that it was the very first computer um, feature length film that was entirely computer animated. It broke, it, it re um, it invented new technologies that spread beyond the film world world. It was, it went into artificial intelligence um, development. It went into computer games. It went into all sorts of other fields. People were suddenly, amazed by what was possible, not just in the sense of it as a film, but in the sense of what it meant technologically. But on top of that, it's a classic film that holds up to this day. It was incredible. You can watch it again and again, and it is still fun. It is still poignant. It is still relatable. And you can keep watching it as you get older and find the different parts of it resonate differently. Sometimes it's just fun to watch toys going around doing stuff. And then you start realizing, no, there's some really deep messages about what happens when you let jealousy into you and what happens if you let it control your actions and how that can be devastating to not just yourself, but those around you. And it can have far reaching and unforeseen consequences. It it shows how um, you have to sometimes put your pride aside so that you can work with people and it shows how friendships can be formed from people that even you, you might not have liked to begin with. It's uh, with the crew. It was the uh, directorial debut of John um, Lasseter, who is the executive producer on most of Pixar. He, he's got his, he, he was involved with just about, uh, every every film that they've done, but this was his first um, directorial debut, and what a debut that was! It was this incredible piece of work. The voice work was great. The writing is fantastic, and yeah, it's a little bit dated, I guess, compared to what is there now. But like I said, it was the first time anyone ever had done this, and that's amazing. All right, excellent. So with time to spare as well, both very confident about their movies. Uh, So let's go straight into round two, which is rebuttal. 
So this is where you get to tell us why what your uh, debating opponent has said is not necessarily true. So again, we will start with Alex and you will get two minutes and I'll cut you off directly on two minutes if you don't finish beforehand. And your time starts as soon. Oh, you have a question? Now, is this specifically things that they've mentioned or can this just be things like you didn't mention this about your film you can absolutely do that if there is some controversy <laughs> that, Ooh, like that they are trying to steer Ooh. you away Ooh, yeah. from Ooh. you can you can definitely bring that up here this is a rebuttal against their film being okay. better than your film so as soon as you start talking your two minutes starts okay the graphics look like a ps2 cutscene. And I'm not saying that makes it bad. I'm not saying that makes it bad. But if we're talking about which film looks better, my film looks better. That is an objective fact. I'm sorry. Monsters University and Toy Story are both stories about an unlikely friends learning to work together. But the scene where they both reveal that they aren't different is done more effectively in my film. I mentioned that before. Um, Buzz believes he, he believes he's a space ranger, but he freezes when Andy rocks up. It's proven later that they choose to do this. Why would he do that? That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> The anthropomorphization of inanimate objects encourages hoarding. And it's all just a big commercial for toys. And I understand that they did, they did this film because of the limitations of animation. Because they couldn't do skin textures correctly. But now they can, and they made my movie. And I don't really have much else to say. I understand that I'm here fighting an up here battle against Toy Story. Everyone believes that Toy Story is the better film because they didn't give Monsters University a chance. You yourself, Mr. Speaker, said that you didn't you didn't watch Monsters University when it first came out. People didn't give it a chance, and so they didn't see how great a film it is, which it is a great film. Uh, Toy Story makes sense, but uh, Monsters University is a better film that people didn't give a chance to. All right, oh. that... <clears throat> That's that a lot of good so points. <laughs> I'm sorry. There was, there was a Some, lot to that. Suddenly, so much more passion. <laughs> <laughs> Presented <laughs> very it. passionately. Oh, Took a sharp turn upwards in the passion state. And okay. brought up some plot holes. Mm. Mm. Uh, well, let's see. I'm interested to see uh, Sam's response to this impassioned <laughs> malignment of Toy Story. I'm sorry. So, again, Sam, you'll have two minutes. Uh, as soon as you start talking. <laughs> I like that you uh, rebutted that your film looked better despite that was a point that I actually made. I, I admitted that it made it look better <laughs> because it was the first one they learnt and they developed. But here's the thing. You keep talking about how your, your film was great and it wasn't just a by-the-numbers um, oh, university film except that for like 99% of the film, it's a by-the-numbers university film <laughs> And not only that, they took Monsters, Inc., a very interesting concept of the why there are monsters in your closet, what that means, why they're not there when the parents go to check, and that was very interesting. And they took that and they made a second film in this wonderful world and they made a by-the-numbers university film which you could replace any setting into and it would still be fine. And the, the scene by the lake is, again... Fine. It's not great. <laughs> That's the film. It's fine. But we've got but we've got to talk about some plot holes. There's a whole thing about how humans are toxic to monsters. That's the it's a lie. We know that because of the first film, but it's a prequel, so everyone believes this. And in the first film we saw that even touching things like clothing or human objects causes monsters to freak out. 
but their entire plan to get out of the situation at the end of the film to scare the adults involved them manipulating multiple human objects despite the fact mm. that they're supposed to believe that that's going to kill them and there's mm. no repercussions no one brings it up no one mentions that they just willfully use this toxic material and then just go about their day it's fine it's fine <laughs> whatever <laughs> and yeah there's the twist they don't win except and that's not that that's much of a time. twist all right I have Ooh. thoughts on that. <laughs> I'm exhausted. Uh, so <laughs> what we're going to do is we're going to take a little break and we'll come back to our our third round, which is an open discussion. So if you have questions you want to ask the other, you will have an opportunity to do that. And also I and Georgie will have a, a chance to ask you specific questions mm. to clarify points or uh, make you answer for something that your film might not have answered for yet. So we'll take a little break and we'll come back to that. All right, I've got my thoughts together. But mm. before we go any further, yes. fact checker extraordinaire, Georgina. Mm. Yes. Are there any facts that you had to check? Uh, there were and they're all correct. There's nothing yeah. that is incorrect. Hooray. Wonderful. Good. Ex- <laughs> except for the harsh assault on Rogue One's character. But <laughs> I stand by it. Fight you. <laughs> different that's a different podcast. debate. That's a debate for a different that's day. A different, that's a debate that's for a different, a different day. But that's fine. Okay, so. Prequel versus prequel. Prequel versus prequel. <laughs> so moving forward, uh, you very much both focused on the message mm. of yes. the film mm-hmm. and on the <laughs> special things that. Uh, the, the the things that make this movie, your movie specifically, special in the Disney repertoire. So I would like you to focus a little bit more on the the uh, the movie magic, because yep. you have both brought up animation, yep. in the sense. So, but I would like you to talk a little bit more about what makes your movie a better film, other than the animation that you you have both brought up before mm. if you if you've got anything more to say about that i'm going to throw to alex first because alex has to go first because sam arbitrarily <laughs> won okay <laughs> and this is this is not visually what makes it better this is just well it's just what makes it a better movie okay um and is there like a time? Like, do I nope. have to wrap um, up? Just until I say it. enough out of you? Okay. <laughs> uh, well, then, yeah, I I feel that um, I think that it has a very it subverts the normal Disney message of just like believe in your dreams and they'll come true. And I think that this is a really important message, especially uh, in today's world, where because it's such an oversaturated market, like everyone's trying to achieve their dreams and everyone's very very good at it. I think that the message that wanting it is very important but it's not necessarily enough and you still need to work and i think it's a really important message that you can fail but that doesn't mean that you will never succeed and there are other paths to make it uh, as long as you try and like if you put in the hard work uh, i also like just as a, as a gimmick uh similar to how toy story 3 waited until audiences were the age of andy um the audiences who would have been andy's age when it first came out um this film came out when audiences of Monsters Inc. would have been at university. And I just think that's a, a cool thing. Um, mm. yeah, I think it's just a well put together film. Why it might not necessarily be like a conventional Disney film, 
Uh, I just think it's a good film that happens to be made by Disney. And Sam, mm-hmm. what about Toy Story? Uh, well, I've already mentioned, I mentioned before how it being the first feature-length animated, well, fully computer animated uh, feature. So it has that just never been seen before aspect, which, you know, these days isn't as impressive because we've, as we've both mentioned, you know, the films obviously look better now, but it's not, it's not actually a huge detriment because we are, then they were very clever to focus on toys. Toys don't need to look proper. They don't need to look real. And you don't usually, and then when you do see these people, they are often the fact that they look a bit off is used to effect mm-hmm. like you have the Sid who's 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 supposed to be is for the for the toys certainly is this horrible cruel villain but when you think about it is probably just a lonely child who's acting out mm. but whenever you see him he's got these sort of like his this, this gaping maw it looks like he's about to <laughs> he's about to like eat these toys and he's gonna he's going mm. to he's he's gonna just consume them and he's going to destroy everything but really when you think about it he's just like Oh, he's just like a young kid who, mm. he's, you know, he's not being, you never see his parents. Yeah. You definitely see Andy's parent. Um, so it has a bit of very contrast to that life. Yep. Um, but it then also has like, and as, as I said, it, it's the kind of film where when you watch it as a child, you get one thing out of it. But then when you watch it, when you get older, you get something else and you can watch it again and again and again, and you'll keep finding new things and new messages within this film. And that's, just fantastic. That's what makes it a classic. Okay, so you've both brought up one or more plot holes in the other's film. Mm-hmm. Do either of you have something to say on that other than what you've already said? I, I, I would also like to know the rules of toys. <laughs> 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 like I, I can't defend that. It, it, he, yeah, it's definitely like I, want, I personally wonder if it is like it's it's almost like a reflex. Mm. It's this mm. this reflex that they they do automatically, but with with like concentration can stop. But it is a sort of thing where if you're not like paying attention, you do just sort of go limp or you go. Mm. And it's different for different toys. Like so, like Woody goes limp, but Buzz goes into that sort of. I mean, it's speculation, yeah. but I'll accept it. Yeah, and I, like, but I like. I, I mean, I can't check that fact. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't. I well, look, I'm sure. But I'll, I'll allow there's it. There's probably someone has written like a long. There's treatise probably a long about, dissertation. Like, like someone's done know, a thesis the rules about of, it. Um, I would love to do a thesis. On, a thesis on, on the, the Toy Story. The rules of Toy Story, Alex. Uh, I think in regards to the nothing ever coming of them touching all the toxic human stuff, I posit that if you fell into a volcano and you were covered in lava. Would you scramble over the lava to get out? Or would you just be like, guess I'm going to die? Like you touch what you have to to get out, I'm not saying they wouldn't do it. I'm saying there'd be repercussions. Well, as soon as they come out, then number number one is just like, well, we're going to keep an eye on you for a long time. So presumably- But they're not, they're fine. It's like, they're just like, huh, that was neat. And then whereas like we've seen in the first film when it happens, monsters lose their, like professional hardened monsters lose their mind. Maybe this mm. was, I mean, that would just be speculation. Presumably there would have been a big decontamination scene after that scene. Because oh, like yeah. she, she's just locked in the room with them. We don't see them get like scrubbed up by the people and they're told that they'll like, keep an eye on I'm, them. I'm, I'm totally fine if that all happened. I'm saying that their reaction, like they mm. themselves are oh, very true. blasé about something which is a huge plot point in the mm. first film. I mean, they have to go into kids' rooms to scare them. So, like, like there's a huge plot point in the first of... film that they're freaking out about the child because they think the child is toxic. I and think they have we to get can, up, they have yeah. to get over accept that. that 
with the proper speculation, both of these plot holes are meaningless. But <laughs> yeah, if we just stick someone's to the facts, like afterwards, they're like, oh, I messed up. I messed up. So, yeah. are there any questions that you would like to ask the other about their film? I'll throw to Alex first. Oh God. You don't have oh, to ask a question. It's just it's not a mandatory if there is something thing. that you feel they've said that they haven't explained or something that they seem to be avoiding about their film, then you can you can use this time to bring it up. If I say you first, do I forfeit my question time? Well, yes. You go first. Okay. <laughs> um, what's the deal with how the toys are kind of mean to each other? What's the deal? Yeah. That's a that's a bad dynamic to to teach kids. Mr. Potato Head and Ham, needlessly sassy. What's the deal with that? <laughs> I I refute the idea of sass being needless. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> it's been refuted. Like I like admittedly, it is like they turn on Woody hard. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, they also think they he murdered a guy. Uh. So, um, but mm-hmm. I think it, I mentioned before that it is about that one of the one of the features is all about like the repercussions of letting jealousy control you, mm. and I think most mm. of that is to really drive that home. It's like yeah, everyone turns on him hard because you have to drive that point home that it's like not only does like like what he feels bad and that's yeah, but it, it's like no no, but there are wider rippling effects that like keep happening until he can actually convince people that he hasn't. Mm. Except that you know you know. He, I don't think that they reacted. I don't think their reacting was un, was over the top because, like I said, in their eyes, he murdered he a dude. Like yeah. <laughs> what about you, Sam? Do you have a question? I have a question. Uh, I guess for you, Zane, and uh, for Georgie. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I would like. I'm ready. On the top, off the top of your head, tell me a song from Monsters University. Oh. I was wondering when this would I was, be brought up. This, I was waiting yeah. for this. Uh, just anything. Just, I got absolutely and, nothing. And, it's and crickets that, in my you, brain. Would you be able to mm. maybe sing a song from Monsters University? Just uh, there, I can't sing it because I can't remember the tune because I have oh. other songs in my head. But there is, there is the university song and it's ridiculous. Yeah, there's definitely <laughs> a song. I've, yeah. I've got nothing. I can't remember now, any. Now, if I asked you that question about Toy Story. <sighs> Here we go. I was singing this just before, so yeah. like I feel like this it's is a bit like that. like when you immediately, you almost immediately, immediately think someone of the says Toy Story, I will start to sing. Yeah. You got a friend in me. Yes. Just like unwarranted, people keep telling me to stop, but it's now it's while there. I don't appreciate this peer pressure approach that you've taken. Well, I, felt, I was <laughs> going to ask. I was going to ask. Uh, you know, um, but I feel that because um, Alex has been obviously had more recently watched this film mm. that yeah he probably could tell me yeah, the song that's true. but i but my point it. being that i you know i hadn't watched toy story in a while and i could probably do you got a friend in me you know have a decent attempt at it yeah no it's in my repertoire i watched monsters <laughs> it's I watched, like, i'm stage ready I'm for it I'm like watched, you know it's i watched there. monsters university last night i forgot there was this that song was in it like I, until you mentioned it, mm. i was like oh yeah there is a song and <laughs> I just feel that's something you have been kind of avoiding. Yeah, that's mm. a strong there point. Has been, there has been an the, avoidance of The strength of, it, of the soundtrack of this film, yeah. of your film. All right. Well. Mm. You said I'm allowed to defend. You are allowed to defend. <laughs> you were just, oh, sorry, you were just silent. That is you what I was, I mean, I was, I was, I was re- redirecting turn. to Alex for that. I'm sorry if that wasn't clear. Uh, I would agree that, yes, Toy Story does have an iconic soundtrack. Randy Newman is known to write a good song, as he mm. did for this film as well. 
Um, but this film isn't a a song based film. It doesn't it doesn't have a lot of needle drops in it. Um, it's a it's a score <laughs> film. Um, but the the main song in this one is Gospel by March Fourth Marching Band. Uh, it does not have lyrics, hence its difficulty to sing along to. Uh, but it is very memorable, I've found. And if you search on YouTube, there'll be a lot of people saying like. I came here for this song because this song is good and it starts at 53 seconds and this is the memorable bit. Um, I think that in terms of, I mean, I, I posit to you that while you have a memorable song, hum some of the score of Toy Story and you get a bunch of oboes. <laughs> Thanks. Whereas the, the score of this, you just get a bunch of kind of stuff. Whereas the score of this film, um, it it tells it paints the scene by using like college campus like marching bands and it has triumphant horns. And it also musically, as I said, when they go back to the monsters uh ink, the factory, it then has the light motif from the factory, which is clever use of music. Um, in terms of actual songs, um, when the mum's in the car being like, I'll just be here listening to my tunes. That's, uh, that's a famous <laughs> metal band, which is a funny uh, callback to that song. Uh, I think it uses songs in different ways. And one could argue that it was an odd choice to just have an opening scene with like a whole <laughs> song with lyrics. So you just kind of got to wait for it to end. Not that it was done poorly, just an odd choice, considering that this is a film and not a music video. I think that the music was done <laughs> differently, and I think that uh, while Toy Story has a more iconic soundtrack, that does not by any means mean that this soundtrack was not well made or well effective. I wasn't saying that. I was saying mine was better. <laughs> and well, here we are. Oh, back yeah, one last point. One last point. After you got a friend in me, name any other song. You had a, you had a gem. You had a gem in your film. That's well, what we're you talking got. about. We're talking about like. I'm not going to name it because that's, yeah, there's one there's one iconic one, but we're talking about like moments with music. We've got the moment where Buzz has made that realisation that he is actually uh, a toy and not a jet-setting space ranger. True. And then you have this, this song about where the lyrics and the music are all about that this sort of this crushing realisation. It's zooming out so that you can now see that it's, it frames that scene so that now Buzz, who before is always shot in this kind of like very sort of stoic and superhero kind of pose, is now this tiny little thing amongst, amongst a much larger world. And Did then it has a moment where it builds again. It's like, no, I can do things. And then it kicks you in the gut where it says, ha wrong. You are actually wrong. It, it is bad. And it is this emotional roller coaster which you go on with Buzz and then completely justifies the fact that he goes catatonic for the rest, for the next few scenes. Did you not skip it as a kid? This self-indulgent Randy Newman moment where there's this weirdly narrative song and then an odd portrayal of someone going through a breakdown. Yeah, Like I said, as a child, sure, no. It's a kid's as I movie. Got, as I got, yeah, but I'm, as I said, one of the great <laughs> things, one of the reasons that Toy Story is classic is because as you watch it, as you get older, you get new interpretations. And so as watching it, as I got older, I learned I can appreciate that moment for this sort of like the fact that they've made the choice of like, this is a really sad moment. And then they build this as if you're thinking maybe it's not going to be that bad. And then it's like, no, it's exactly as bad as you think it is. In fact, it's worse. I think All I right. Mm. I, think we'll, Ooh, I think we'll leave it there. We'll take another break and we'll come back with final summations and the announcement of the winner. All right. Both of you get one minute to 
summarize everything that you said so far and you can use that to defend your film or attack the other, (laughs) I will cut you off exactly at one minute. And Alex, you get to go first. You your time starts as soon as you start talking. Again, I can't stress enough how much this film is great from a narrative point of view. Uh, I just really love the twist at the end. You don't see it coming, and I think it it takes a film where you know where the characters are going to end up, and it takes you there in an interesting way that you don't expect, and teaches you a lesson on the way. On a more personal point, this film really, really hit home for me because I'm a musician, and 2013 was when I launched my first EP. And it was received to lukewarm success and I was considering quitting. And this film, and I'm not exaggerating, kept me going because I thought if I wanted it enough, then I would get it. And I didn't. And I stayed doing music because of this film. And that's that's why I think I fight so hard for it, because I think that is a very important message. And that's the uh, the Disney moment for me, if you will. Um, yeah. And I guess in my last 10 seconds... Uh, Jaguar's Rule. I don't know. It was a good film. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good movie. Uh, tip your waitresses. Yep. That, tip your waitresses. You heard it here first. Monsters University. <laughs> okay, Sam, <laughs> you also have one minute to summarize everything you've said and tell a heartwarming story about how your movie kept you going in the hard times. Wow, yeah. I feel like I uh, don't have that. I wish there was an emotional connection to the movie. <laughs> your uh, your time starts. into your film. <laughs> Your time starts as soon as you start talking. All right. I've already said this before, but I I feel like I need to rebut this again. It is a generic (laughs) university film and the twist isn't a surprise. You know it's going to happen because you know what happens. You just said you know it's going to happen because of the first film, but the twist is a surprise. It's not a surprise because we know what's (laughs) going to happen because of the first film. But Toy Story, it's a classic. It is the film that all the other Pixar films now stand on Toy Story's shoulders. Pixar's is gone from strength to strength, but it started at Toy Story. And you can still watch Toy Story today. In fact, go, go right now, watch Toy Story. (laughs) And it is still fantastic. It is still amazing. And there's not a lot of films that you can say that about. But Toy Story is a timeless classic. That is why it's better. All right. Impassioned. So, so now, while I enumerate my markings and my scribblings, I want each of you to say what you like about the other's film, and I'm not going to be listening because I'm going to be busy adding up. So points are, like, finalised? Like, we're not going to accidentally give any points to the other film? <laughs> Absolutely correct. <laughs> this is, this I, is it. This I is love it. Toy Story so much. This was so hard. <laughs> and um, Andy is very clearly, I mean, it's not 100% confirmed, but... Um, it's theorized that he's going through a divorce and that's why they're moving house. Yeah. And Sid and Andy are both kids going through a divorce. And um, a space ranger and a cowboy are two like prominent male figures in his life. And so he's like like projecting and also it represents like stepdad stepping in and how Woody's like the like the the original father and the stepdad is Buzz stepping oh. in and it's like him being like, you're not my real dad. And it's like, oh my God, such cool stuff. <laughs> I love this film. However, <laughs> my, my client. However, <laughs> however, good movie. I love Toy Story. I got no bad blood here. Just doing it's a job. <laughs> I've been paid a lot by the government <laughs> to fight for Monsters University. Someone had to do it. Someone had to stand up for Monsters. I was doing University. research for Monsters University, and I wanted to get some dirt on Toy Story. And I was like, oh god, it is a good film. It's a really good there's, film. Oh damn, there's nothing to really. So that's really what I like about Toy Story. All right. 
Hey, he didn't say anything nice about my movie. I was, oh, I thought you were saying that you were done and I was about to start. Uh, I thought you were like, all right, here's the no, point. Yeah, I, was, I was going, okay. So what, yeah, what is there's really nothing you can say that's good about. No, no. No, there's nothing for it. I had no interest in watching Monsters University. <laughs> and I, I say that because okay. after watching it because of this, I realized I, I was that was silly. I should have known Pixar makes good movies. Like, mm. I should have just trusted in that. And I have, I had, I harped on a lot about it, that it is a by the numbers university film. And it is potentially a, like they could have done something more with the, the, the premise of monsters um, Inc and monsters university, but it's a good university film. Mm. It, it hits all it, 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 you know, it's that all the numbers, all the tropes are there, but they do it so well and they do it. And getting to see it with monsters is fun. Like it, it is a fun movie, and it is good just to have an excuse to hang out with these characters again. Because yeah, it is a fun. It's just, it is just. I was surprised how much I enjoyed it. Um, despite what I've just been saying for the past however long, <laughs> it is despite it is great. And I, if you and I would recommend that if you have sort of been holding off, if you, if you did sort of look at it and think oh, I don't I don't care to watch this one, I would. You know, do yourself a favor and and find a way to watch it because it is it is worth your time. Quite mm-hmm. right. Coming into this, I was a big defender of how close these two contenders were in my eyes. I wasn't, and I was wrong. I love mm. Monsters University. I love Toy Story. Toy Story because it is the first and everything else is built upon it, they obviously learnt lessons from Toy Story and the mistakes they yeah. made in Toy Story that they fixed moving forward. Whereas Monsters University does have a great message that does comment on what Disney has said in the past and what it is saying now. And I think those characters, it it adds so much to all the different characters. It introduces a whole bunch of new characters and character archetypes that we haven't seen before in Disney. But again, when it comes to Toy Story, you have to give it the credit of what it achieved for Disney and film in general. So when I came to tallying up my points, Mm. both movies got exactly the same number of numerical points. Oh, damn. Wow. They'd spread differently over the different categories. Categories. But the one it came down to was music. Oh, Oh, no. No. And Alex, you made such an impassioned defense of why the score was so much better than what the the iconic song that was in Toy Story that it re, like you uh, you rebutted all the very strong points that Sam made and unfortunately <laughs> Monsters University didn't win. Fair. Toy Story oh, came out fair. on top. Yes. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, because oh. not only is that a great song and it tied into the film so well, it's also an incredibly memorable moment. Like you knew mm. exactly where that song came in, yeah. what it did and what it added to the film. So Toy Story is the winner <sighs> of this particular debate. But it was so close. Can I, I say it was last- a lot closer than I thought? Oh, Like I was like, Toy Story is going to win hands down. And then I'm like, am I wrong? Like <laughs> do I need to reassess my, my moral alignment with these two movies? I've been like jokingly saying that if I lost this one, yeah. I'd feel bad because I, I you know, should – Clearly, win clearly the Toy Story, and then you know, as I said, I watched Monsters University and I went, "Oh no, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. oh regret, I've, regret." I, I've I've been 
I've been saying some things that I might have to, <laughs> <laughs> I might have to walk back on. I'm just and, and I think I think while Monsters University was a lot clearer story and you got so many points of like, mm. it does this, it does this, it does this in the story and these are mm. the reasons it doesn't and why. And you met all of that with like Toy Story is not as complex a narrative and it doesn't have as uh, nuanced a message, but literally Toy Story is to thank for right. yeah. Monsters yeah. University. Without Toy Story, there, there wouldn't would be, be Monsters none. University. Yeah. Um, and uh, like you didn't lean on that, which is, uh, I mean, probably to your credit, but like I think that is that is the yeah. one argument that can trump a lot of other Disney stuff is that Toy Story was a turning point, like Little Mermaid for Disney, that really we have everything that they've done mm. after that to to thank Toy Story for. I mean, yeah, I... I didn't lean on that one because I don't think it's a, a point. It's an important point to make. I don't think it's an important po- a point that you can lean on too hard because it is sort of like, yes, the mm. things they made earlier <laughs> are the are the things that help them make the new things. It's like <laughs> it goes yes, without saying. That's, it's, yeah, that's you true. couldn't have made this if you didn't do that. Yeah. And so we have <sighs> our second winner. Second winner of wow. the day, which means in our second round. Toy Story will be going up against The Incredibles. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> That's, a- <laughs> That's a fight. Ooh. Don't worry, you've got a while to prepare. Uh, we'll also be putting Monsters University versus Toy Story up on our socials this week. So if you think that I made the wrong decision, you can go there and vote mm. in the poll there to make your voice heard. We encourage you to have a gif war in the comments. Yes. Nice. Memes as well, not just gifts. Memes too, because they're important. Yeah, we're equal your here. Internet, uh, if it's things. a gif that is also a meme, oh, double points. Oh, I'd say almost triple. Like that's <laughs> so that's you can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter. You can find us on Instagram. If you want to find Alex, who is a musician, your man Alex Smith, <gasps> yeah. you can find him on Spotify <laughs> and Bandcamp and, and, iTunes. and iTunes, where you're listening to all the places that you're listening to us on, except Bandcamp. I don't think we're on Bandcamp. True. <laughs> because that takes a lot of effort. Um, and <laughs> Sam, is there anything you want to plug? Uh, I'm on uh, YouTube. I do I do what I've been calling a, a Let's Voice series where I play video games, but I turn off all the voices so I can do them myself. Quite right, because mm. who can do them better? The people who are paid to do it. <laughs> uh, but, but Until you I, become one yeah, of those I, people. I, 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 am, I, 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 am, I do stress in the videos that it is, I'm using it for practice. Yeah. And I am not, I'm not trying to say that I'm better than those people. And what is, what is the URL? What is this? Is, oh, it's... Let's Voice? It, no, uh, it's not... I don't have nearly enough followers to have a specialized URL, so I think it'll have to just be in the description somewhere or Fair enough. link to something. I will link it in the show notes. I definitely don't know what it is off the top of my head. Thank you again for jo- <laughs> to Georgie for you stepping in as fact checker. Uh, yeah, I had and- so many lies that I just couldn't use. Yeah, I'm just here to <laughs> stop out the lies. It. Just my presence stops it. Because <laughs> what is Disney if you're just going to lie? Disney's the most wholesome thing in the entire exactly. world. Right? Right? Yep. Uh, sure. Uh, yeah, sure. I, I, I have to come fact back and do this again. Fact check that. I'll so, fact yeah. check it quickly. I mean, we'll all get sued anyway. <laughs> so uh, right. uh, you know, it's fine. All right. Well, thank you for listening, everyone. Have your say on social media, and we will catch you next week with another Disney vs. Disney debate. Keep watching Disney. Bye. Bye. Bye.
Grenka, 100% your finance partner for fast, accessible cash flow solutions. Get back to business with Grenka. Get the latest equipment you need and keep your cash where you need it in your business through leasing and invoice finance. We make credit decisions in 20 minutes and can pay your supplier or fund your chosen invoices within 24 hours of completion. We finance 100% of the asset, no deposits needed, and you can lease equipment from as little as 500 euro upwards. Grenka, your finance partner for fast, efficient leasing and invoice finance options. That's G-R-E-N-K-E. Busy day ahead. Why not save time and shop online at supervalue.ie? Order before 12 noon and have your shopping delivered today. Let our expert pickers do the shopping for you and our helpful drivers deliver it when you get home. Download the Supervalue app now or shop online at supervalue.ie. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.